This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. On New Berkey and Street. What's so goddamn funny? <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> you disrupt my what's up everybody <laughs> welcome to an unhinged episode of the only friends podcast uh, the turtle over here the tortoise himself the laughing his ass off the turtle i laughed before the mics were on yeah he did. about sure. what huh what what was so funny <laughs> i mean the volume was the, on the computer the, you know the, once the uh show starts everybody has it up so they can read the chat but you're supposed to have the volume down, and then yours goes off. And then, and then Melissa's go- I didn't laugh at yours. I laughed at Melissa's yeah. okay. going off. That's that's reasonable. <laughs> that's that's well deserved. And about three seconds before we started, I turned my volume down. So <laughs> it would have been three. Honestly, you're not allowed to look at the chat. Oh Jesus! You can't do two <laughs> things at once. That's if true. you start looking at the chat, we lose you for the entire conversation. And I'm talking Steelers football out of the fucking gate, baby. <laughs> Look at him. Look, Look at him. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Are you serious? Wait, what's going on? Are you serious? <laughs> I feel like he's actually serious. I'm he's not part- serious. He's partially serious. He's partially serious. <laughs> I could be serious. The tortoise moves slowly. Jesus Christ, is it dark in here? Man, yeah. it's... Well, it's midnight. <laughs> oh, it's fucking... It's <laughs> goddamn midnight. Look at Landon. He is the backdrop. <laughs> he is the backdrop. <laughs> it's, it's a floating head. It's a floating head and it's a appendages <laughs> just appearing out of the backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Can we open these goddamn windows already? Well, it doesn't matter. It's black well, out. At least you'll get a little reflection off the glass. Uh, You're the one that has all the lights. Uh, look, man, I need to... You, know, you do I gotta, have three lights. He's got three four lights. I gotta keep it tight over here, man. We're, we're fresh today. <laughs> I mean, thanks everybody for staying up with us, right? <laughs> yeah, shout out to everybody who was able to make it into the wee hours of the morning if you're on the East Coast. <laughs> 11 p.m. is past my bedtime. Oh, wait. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you're in Europe, God bless. It's like, what, 4 a.m. there? Yeah. Yeah. Probably lost the European audience a while 5 a.m., I think. Yeah. I'm going to wake up to a treat. Yeah, yeah. Freshly uploaded uh, podcast. You know, we talked about just recording these and putting them out a day later. And that might have been a reasonable idea. Nah. But I say, fuck it, we'll do it live! Do it live! <laughs> we're here, like we're here to test around. out the, the late night time slot. We're not competing with Pat McAfee anymore. Nope. We're out here with were Jimmy ever, Kimmel. Were yeah. we ever competing with Pat McAfee? No. <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay. No, we're definitely not. But, you know, here we are. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit of Steelers football out of the gate. We were going to talk about, this was actually going to be the bulk of the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. But when I took inventory and looked around, I realized the biggest fan wasn't in the room. Nope. Without Poo Dog Melissa here <laughs> to talk sports ball. <laughs> she loves it so much. About, uh, Look how excited yeah. she is. <laughs> Look how excited it's you just, are. You don't want to hear about Kenny Pickett fences and Sorry? Uh, what was that? <laughs> Kenny, Kenny White Pickett fence uh, as well as Mitch. Uh, Mr. Biscuit. Mr. Biscuit. You are just saying gibberish. <laughs> I'm stroking ah. out again. Kenny. Yeah, he's stroking out. <laughs> Kenny White picking fence and Mr. Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're throwing the foosball around, you know, having a good old time. They're throwing the foosball around. Yeah. All right. So all jokes aside, uh, the Steelers were a hot topic of discussion after this weekend's opening preseason game. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, 
am the type who does not give a shit about preseason. None. I don't think there's any information to glean from it whatsoever. But holy shit, man, the league is ablaze talking about a young man in the form of the next upcoming wide receiver. This is not ideal for an offensive coordinator or a quarterback for that matter. Here comes the pressure. Mason Rudolph going to go in the end zone looking for George Pickens. And he makes the catch. Does he keep his feet in? Yes, he does. It's a touchdown. George Pickens. Can you George believe- motherfucking Pickens. Can you believe the idiots in my dynasty draft let him fall to uh, to me in the second round of the r- rookie draft? You believe Snagged the- him right up. You believe the idiots in the NFL let him fall to the Steelers? Yeah. I mean, Crazy. how good are we at finding young talent at the oh, wide receivers? This guy is every time. a G. Did you see that toe tap? Little drag, yeah. little tight. You know, granted, it came from Mason Rudolph. We don't really care about that. Nah, That's not important. Everybody's like, oh, you know, he looks. He, this guy is not going to take a snap all season. I can, I can tell you that for sure. But Pickens, man, Pickens is an animal. He's out there. Next AB, heard it here first. Maybe not quite as crazy. Yeah. Might actually do a little damage. You know what I'm saying, Conrad? You guys are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> don't get me wrong. How the kid's old do good, they sound but right you now? have to get the ball thrown to you. You don't have a quarterback. Oh, we don't have a quarterback? Uh, no. How dare you, sir? <laughs> we have Trubisky. one of the clearest quarterback controversies in all of the NFL. <laughs> because we not only have a serviceable veteran for a in Trubisky. Look at this hometown welcome for my, my man, Kenny Pickett. Love it. That was for some of his pit teammates over there. Don't you, you be reductive. The guy the is the running back. Don't you he is. He operated a pro. Style offense in pit. This is his home field for the past four seasons. He came out to a standing ovation from the Yankees. You know what? He might be what uh, Dan Marino could have been. Exactly, Brian. Right? Exactly. You know my thoughts. Exactly. I mean, he's probably going to be the most. The the Steelers passed on him back in the day. Regrettably, he went to the Dolphins. You know, and just was great, but couldn't win. Couldn't win a Super Bowl. Right. Imagine right out of pit. Could have went right to the Steelers. Probably would have won five Super Bowls with us at you least. Know, uh, minimum five, obviously. We only didn't win many Super Bowls in the 80s because of Bobby Brister. Uh, he, would have, he, would have been up with, he would have been hooking up with Eric Green and Louis Lips. Uh, run, you know, streaking down the sidelines. Man. Like, what a better combination than Marino to Lips. Yeah. You know, this right. is the dream. Uh, there was... You know why he wasn't drafted? Do you, do you know the rumors behind this, the whole story? Uh, fill me in. You're talking about uh, Marino? Yeah. Huh. Rumors were that uh, he was a big fan of the nose candy. Oh, real, yeah. Oh, real beers. big cokehead. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, and the Roonies said, uh, you know, we ain't about that life. We keep it clean up here in these streets. Yeah, keep uh, your nose clean. <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> You don't you don't bring that shit into our locker room. As, as uh, Christian's DR Mamacita says in chat, the devil's dandruff. Right there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the Roonies were like hard out. We're not we're not drafting this guy. He seems like a problem. I don't think he's going to mount the shit. He uh, we understand he is a Yinzer and he probably does enjoy the Heinz fifty seven. But if he wants it with a little side of uh, powdered sugar. We're not into that life. Mm-hmm. Marino just goes on to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. No big deal. We suffer through Bubby Brister and Newell Donald for the better part of a decade and a half. And they uh, said we're not making that mistake again. We did not make that mistake twice. Yep. Kenny Pickett is the future. Kenny Pickett just drinks beer. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Oh. 
I, I mean everything, but <laughs> when, when, you're an, this kid. when you're an NFL quarterback is not, that's a real quick way to be immobile. Yeah. You know, he's a scrambler right now. He's I mean, literally he, the only white quarterback that can scramble. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why's it got to be like that, man? It's true. He's, I love him. He's no, that's not, not true. Uh, what's his face in uh, San Diego? Oh, well, he's also Herbert? new. Sorry. Herbert, yeah. He's new, yeah, he's Herbert, new, he's new. Yeah. Sorry. Justin Herbert. Okay, so what you're really saying is it has nothing to do with race. It just has everything to do with being 22. No. <laughs> 22-year-olds can run. No, absolutely not, because if you look in the past, I any 22-year-old quarterback cannot run. Look at it. What are we going back to the Jim Kelly era? No, we can go back <laughs> to the last By 10 years. years. Shout out East Brady, another mm-hmm. man from the greater Pittsburgh oh, area. Man, we what. just breed them up here. Yeah. You know? That's because yeah, there's nothing else to fucking do. Are you fucking kidding me? You just sit there and fucking, hey, you want to go play catch or something? Or you want to go hit fucking our heads against the wall? Like, he, this is what you guys did in Pittsburgh. He, is uh, not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's not wrong at all. There is very little going on, especially if you're in the rural areas outside of Pittsburgh. It's a lot of fi- flicking the pig skin. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, unlike flicking the bean, which I know you're accustomed to, I'm sorry. Melissa. Licking what? the pink skin. Also, very <laughs> 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 also let's can we we need to unpack that. Whatever that was. Flicking oh, the pink skin as Melissa knows, accustomed to flicking the bean. Right, yes. yes. Okay, so <laughs> it's, it's a way of passing the time. Right. Okay. What is the pink skin? Uh football. It's made out of pig, pig skin. Pig skin. Yeah, yeah, pig made skin. I thought you said skin. pink skin. No, pig. Okay. I don't think it's actually made out of pigskin. Well, anymore. at one point in time. But at one point in time it was, and that's, yeah. Now there's, you know, problems with that, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, it's rawhide now, I, I would imagine. How fast I am now. The rawhide's fine, but pig, it, yeah. Uh, you know, I think cows are just processed more. Like, what yeah. are you going to do? Throw it away? Throw right. away the hide? You, you might as well use nose to tail. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think there's probably something to do with the durability of it all. I don't know. Uh, Honestly, maybe it's the bladder that's actually made of the pigskin. No. No? What, what, you don't even no. know what the bladder is. No. <laughs> Just no. It's not. It's not smooth enough. What, pigskin? Bladder is so smooth. Right. No. <laughs> no, no. Not the bladder of the pig. <laughs> oh. The bladder of the ball. Like the inflatable <laughs> portion of the ball. I, I thought he. I, I, was, I was with you on yeah, that one. I, I know he was going. So oh, come on, yeah. man. Somebody in the chat says, "Can we wait till September for Steelers talk?" Somebody else. Hold on, time out. Somebody else responds. By September, the Steelers season is going to be over, so they have to get their talking now. Okay. <laughs> right. I had so many people who saying, "Melissa, please stop this. Please stop this. Please uh, change the subject." Just because there are three people in the chat right. saying things that you want mm-hmm. to hear, does <laughs> not I didn't ask for it. Exactly. I'm sitting. I'm here. Suffering with them. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of that video where like uh, someone's at the top of uh, their like balcony and they're looking down. There's like three people dancing, like looking at them from there. It's like <laughs> trying to stop football talk. And there's just three people in the chat. Please stop the talk. Save, <laughs> Save us. Brad, Save us. Brad Pitt has just entered the chat and says Landon. <laughs> oh fuck! I have to, I have to get back to you Brad Pitt. Back, yeah, I gotta call you. I gotta call you back. Brad, my bad. Been busy Brad. these days, you know. There, there are other people that you know Landon needs to address before he gets to Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a list. You're, you're on there, Brad. I got you. So, in case uh, we haven't made a strong case for these two, the last thing I'm going to say before we move off of this topic is uh, what a final two minutes. Now, we didn't get to watch it because the NFL Network deemed it not important. But here we go. Oh, here we go, God. baby. 
Pick it to Pickens. Get yeah. used to saying that connection. Right. Hey, that three kind of Pick it, Pickens connection. Two minute drill. Final drive of the so, game. I actually have something related to this to, to mention. I was watching uh, an interview with Jay Cutler today. Well, a piece of it. And he said. He's an insane person, by the way. I don't know him. Go on. Um, he said <laughs> I that. Know. I do. If you're going to date an athlete, you should date a football player, not the other ones, because they stay in states for multiple days. Mm. Whereas football, it's just the Saturday, they play Sunday, and they leave. Yeah. That, so if they you're going to date a, an athlete, it should be. They're definitely on the road player. less. Yeah. That, that part is for sure true. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if you're. If, if you're you guys only, are going to date an athlete, date a football player. I mean, you could just find guys that don't cheat. That's a thing, it too. It seems impossible these days. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Doesn't seem, it doesn't seem to be going in the direction Look, of finding anyone. We've been over your cheat. general template of, of dating, and I think things are a little out of order. You know, you, uh, you may have scrambled the incentives a little bit and yeah. uh, given a lot of priority to fuckboys. It's, it's not your fault. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault. Your fault. It's I know not it's not. your fault. But it is my responsibility. It is your responsibility, though. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got you to guard the magic kitty. You know, you can't just be I know. out here posting thir- well, thirst traps all day long. because they go crazy over it. Well, you're out here posting flat-ass Melissa and then following it up with this donk with BTC Melissa. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud. I work for that thing. I don't, I'll well, show it all the time. And you know what? I'm, I, I've been tweeting more because I want to turn my super followers on mm, so that I can post mm. paywalled TC content. Can I ask ETC a question? Content. Can I ask a question? ETC. Yeah. Can I ask a question? What's different? What is different? Boy, you know what? <laughs> I'll tell you what's different. Your fucking attitude. <laughs> I cannot say it's, it is, there is, there are a few things that really get, uh, that's maybe not true. You guys have seen me get angry oh, over a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a few things Getting under your skin is no challenge. No. Okay, yes, but this is one thing that really grinds my gears when someone, you know, wants to be a little whatever but then they don't back it up then they get called out it's the same thing as when someone says something mean and they go i was just kidding same exact oh, thing oh so it's like living with landon what are you talking about <laughs> it's just no, no, no. i was, I was just, just memeing, memeing bro <laughs> i was just because memeing, they don't want to face the confrontation <laughs> and they no 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 because no, they no. don't they don't want to face the consequences of their actions which is oh actually this person might get mad at me being a bitch and then like i actually have to deal with that like, I'm not the one, honey. I'm not the one, okay? <laughs> honey, you gotta if you want to come, uh, come at me, I will come back. I, I will say, as, as many times as I personally have annoyed you and have seen you annoyed, this is a different version. This is very, uh, very... Caddy. I don't know. I don't know if Caddy's no, because I'm word. not the fucking one. Yeah, that. That. It's, I'm it's, not the one. She's spicy. Go she to somebody spicy. else and do that shit. Because I know she goes to everybody else and does this. I'm not the only person, and this is not the first time this has happened. Not the first time it's happened with me. Not the first time it's happened with other people I know. People I'm friends with. People I'm not friends with. Everybody across the board has had this experience. And no one calls her out on it. So guess what? I'm going to do it. And I'm going to say, here, face your actions. Own up to it. Or don't and look like a fucking idiot in my comments. Either way, get the fuck out of my comments. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. I love it. Damn. I love to see it. Cuomo, well, if you can fire up a Peter Griffin, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> 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 the, the 
nothing would be more timely. I understand where you're coming from. I respect the fact that you are so willing to take this head on. And uh, to be honest, you I... You know, if someone wants to make themselves look like a clown, I'll, I'll gladly help them. I, I'm, I'm a little entertained. Nobody I in the chat lie. knows what we're talking about. So for context, I posted a picture of my hot-ass fat turd cutter on, on Twitter. <laughs> And Sashimi decides to come in and say, what is different? Because it was a before and after, a very clear before and after. There's nothing confusing about it. There's nothing language barrier about it. But she comes in and says, what is different? I know exactly what she's doing because she has responded to my uh, Instagram story before, you know, talking about, oh, you have really big boobs, like sarcastically. So I know exactly what she's doing. And I say, your attitude is different. And then we kind of go on from there. Her, her boyfriend comes in to to defend her so it's just this whole thing and i'm just like not here for it i i'm like if you're gonna insult me or if you're gonna be you know throw a little shade at me i immediately lose respect for you when you do not back it up i will 100 percent respect someone way more when they will just double down you know at least then we're clear about where we stand but instead you don't like you don't want to face it you want to throw your little shade and then yeah, retreat yeah. mess with oh, the bull you're gonna me. get the it horns just right language thing shut the fuck up it's not it's not a language thing like it's not yeah. and i grew up with a japanese mom who didn't speak english i understand the language barrier that's not fucking it you're rude yeah. is what it is playing devil's advocate a little bit and i know this is not going to end well for me but <laughs> it's gonna end well for me I, Ryan, and Con yes exactly but i'm gonna do my due diligence as a host and you know having met sashimi i do enjoy her company i think she's a fun person i'm sure you do she offers her pussy to everyone who's around her. jesus oh, christ man. what are we doing oh, shoot, we're live cut that oh no <laughs> Man, we're on one today. Oh, I was gonna say. No, way, it's late around. night. It's late night only, friends. We're good. Oh. <laughs> All I was gonna say is, uh, as somebody with a bit of a sarcastic sense of humor myself, uh, do you think there's a world where her attempt at sarcasm was just being lost here, and it came off more rude than? <laughs> no, I think she's being catty. Okay. I don't think it's an attempt at sarcasm. Um. And I have, like, there's women that I'm close friends with in poker who we have sarcastic banter back and forth. It's not like that. I've seen her do it with other people. But, and like, those other, those other girls don't have any sort of, like, language barrier issues, right? Like, no. I do think humor is difficult to translate through, through languages. It's not I, funny, though. What's funny about that? Well, it, like, if, if I mean, one of us said it, I think you would know Here's you would the think thing, it was and here's, here's what I'm going to say to dispute what you're saying. Mm -hmm. She uh, said that she didn't understand the entire post. So it's not sarcastic. Right, okay, fair. She's not being sarcastic. She clearly laid that out. I tried, yeah. Sashimi. I tried to give you The only reason why I disagree as well is because the previous post of... Um, that she had commented on. Yeah, where so. she said, I showed, I showed once again my beautiful BTC big turd cutter yeah. on my <laughs> Instagram story. And she commented, responded and said, you have really big boobs. Clearly, I don't have big boobs. So that's clearly <laughs> a sarcastic, rude comment. So it's just like, you know, if you're going to be catty, I, I can be a hundred times cattier back. Don't even try me. I'm kind of here for this. It, it kind of yeah. reminds, me, it reminds me of like the people sometimes that will say something and they'll have some twinge of wanting to be serious but then adding like an LOL or like an LMAO it's at the end of it. It's a pussy way of, of insulting people. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's like, don't 
don't add this thing that you're trying to make it seem like it's less vicious as it is. Yes. Just in, in order to make it look like you're trying to be funny well, or relate. Like I know we talk no. about gaslighting a lot, but it is gaslighting when you say like you say something insulting to somebody clearly and then they call you out and you say no that's actually your fault you're yeah. actually the one who misunderstood me that's right. gaslighting and i'm not gonna let you fucking gaslight me on my own fucking page yeah i'm kind of here for this i'm so <laughs> not because <laughs> not because i'm happy that you two are beefing in any capacity like that's not it i i like you both i'd like to see you get along i'm kind of here for this because for the last i don't know however long we've lived together year and a half two years whatever uh, you catch me in these moments where I'm ranting over something that is so silly that happened on Twitter, where it's like I get sucked into some yeah, but that's because Twitter you're... vortex, and this, I, is not, I... this is not the same as that. Oh, here we go, <laughs> <laughs> fucking gaslight queen over there. No, 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 nothing it's, is the same as oh, your you're right. It's, this is it, not the same because this, this is about you. Because yours is like masochistic. Like you, you get yourself into painful arguments with people who will never hear you ever. It's not like people are like you know like this is like you came and insulted me on my page. I will make a fool out of you. Like that's mm. what's gonna happen here. But yours is like you have an arguing disease and you want <laughs> you want to like. Why do you think it's different? They Why come into my comments. They come in and leave unsolicited feedback or advice. All right, or maybe it's disagree. the same. Maybe okay. it's the same. Yeah. Sometimes there. So the way that the way that you feel like your turd cutter was you, being undermined. You, occasionally, I feel like my views are being undermined. You know. I, you know. What I think the difference might be is like. I don't have a in, fat turd cutter. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, I don't. No. Well, in your case, you're trying to like educate as well as help. Less so Landon? the fool's errand. Landon. Yeah. I'm out here just trying to civilize. Like, I'm not trying to educate anyone. Yeah, you try to, you try to clown I'm this I'm just girl. trying to make an example, like, and I'm sure this is not going to happen again. So I've probably done my job. I'm sure someone well, else will do it, but I don't think she's going to do it I again. I got to tell you, for the benefit of the show and all of us in Twitter land watching, I kind of hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wishing ill upon you, and I, I don't want any we of that We can take it to the octagon if, if Let's if go! Let's go! Let's She's gonna go home and deadlift. Gets She's one hundred percent gonna go home and deadlift. She's like, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm gonna have the fattest turd cutter because you've ever it's seen. It's like this is supposed to be an unspoken thing amongst us women in poker. We're not supposed to do this at each other. So mm. you come for me, like I'm gonna fucking end you. Come for the, <laughs> come, come for the queen. You better not miss. That's I love it. Busque Alvarado. Oh, yes. <laughs> same same really uh yep. same same here so what was the whole backstory behind the busquet alvarado stuff they just wanted to fight or there was beef uh alvarado had been had been fighting like mma recreationally i guess for uh -huh. quite some time sure and he was interested in uh like a sanctioned match yeah uh and olivier wanted to train yeah so they had agreed upon it man olivier got Yo, busquet in. was jacked ridiculous fucking shape man like obscene shape. Yeah. Uh, hearing them both tell the story, uh, Olivier interviewed JC on his podcast yeah, yeah. maybe a year ago or so. It was a really fascinating interview. Yeah. I think it's worth listening to for anybody who's interested in like the whole backstory behind Check it out again. what happened there. But yeah, man, like hats off to both of them. Uh, Dude, people don't realize how hard it is to get in the fucking ring. And that fight. was not the Sorel Rast boxing match. Let's let's be very clear. <laughs> what was that? Uh, so Olivier and JC were very well-conditioned and reasonably disciplined at MMA. Right, they tried. Yeah. Uh, Rast and Sorrell, 
seem to have been two guys who had really never thrown a punch this before. This is Sorrell Mizzy and Brian Rass? Yeah. Uh, and they did like a sanctioned boxing match. Just and it was just no fist of fury, man. Well, I mean, they trained. Okay. Uh, and obviously, I think like Sorrell probably got the best of him because I'm very confident he's probably fought before. Yeah. Uh, you know, throughout the course of his life uh-huh. where it's highly unlikely that Rast had. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it was just like toe-to-toe throwing haymakers for the better part of three rounds. Were they, were they beefing as well or they just did this because? Nope, nope just a bet. Uh, ju- just, a, just a bet. You can see Sorrell here. Just uh, literally, you gotta keep your hands up, bro. Yeah, like this is this <laughs> is kind of sloppy. I, I was gonna say, Melissa, if you go in the gym, yeah, if you go in the gym, make a fist when you hit the when you hit the. I can't. The bag. I have nails. Oh, we gotta make it. Then don't hit the bag. <laughs> I use my legs. Uh, I like it. <laughs> She's I like scrappy it. like that. Yeah. Yeah, let's get, get on the. Well, that. I, let's get on the ground, and I'll you know like that's where we're gonna do it. Yeah. The super chats are just rolling in now. This show is turning into like a preemptive yeah. cockfight yeah. where everybody's just like picking sides. Uh, I, I didn't want it to be like this. I wanted to be friends. I really love Perky's the, the new Don King. Getting <laughs> <laughs> sanctioned fights out here. Uh, I really love this poo emoji uh, animal. Yeah, you got where'd this on. come from? Animal? Oh, you didn't. Guapo. Oh, wow, Guapo. You, you, you outdid yourself. Wow. So. You're welcome, Melissa. <laughs> I got you a My pile man. of shit. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just out here. I know, yeah. above and beyond. God bless. God bless. Hmm, would I want to fight someone? Probably. Who would you like to fight? I don't know. I don't Let's have call any... them out right now. We're going to do all of our call outs. Right, right, yeah. call-outs? Who do I want to yeah. f- that's we'll start with a gorilla and then we'll work our way back. No, that's <laughs> okay, dude. Listen, there listen. Will be no more landing to, to fight anybody. <laughs> okay, so we started with a gorilla, it ripped your arms off, and beat you to death with them. Now what? <laughs> no. I'm, Who's next? No, no, no. I got it. I got, I got mine. It'll never happen, though. Go but, on. No, I'd fight JMO. I would fight JMO. I pick you. JMO. JMO. I pick you. You better get in line, man. I pick you. you I mean, better... a, lot people, a lot of people want to pick you, Yo, but I that, pick you. That line is long, and you're at the fucking end, man. Yeah, there are a lot of people looking no, fucking for j Yeah, there's a lot of people that want to fight. Yeah, I just, pick, I just pick you, dude. I pick you. <laughs> I pick you. <laughs> I pick you. Oh, man. God, God bless. One. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, who are you fighting? Who, who's the tortoise fighting? Uh, <laughs> obviously the hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a dad joke. That's a bad joke. <laughs> It's just you versus somebody in a Bugs Bunny costume. It yep. doesn't have to be anyone right. in particular. It's yep. just a genetic... Taking on all bunnies. I'm talking I'm talking <laughs> fucking <laughs> fuck bunny. <laughs> the the po- bunny. The poker bunny. Little bunny food is fucked. The tortoise's <laughs> war on rabbits has started. <laughs> the war on the tortoise versus oh, the rabbits. Oh, this is incredible. Conrad, who are you throwing the gauntlet at? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 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 oh. No, Conrad's got way too many. He, he uh, can't uh, narrow it down. Con- That's con- the problem. Con- I have one. I have one. I have one. And it's, it actually feeds off um, of when I was going to fight Rob. Yeah. Oh. You're a big, big idiot. It's fucking Tim. Tim fucking Riley. Let's go, dude. This fucking cop decided to fucking send me a DM and say he was like defending me in a Twitter chat, went thread, whatever. When he brought up my fucking name, and I was like, just from that moment on, I was just like, go fuck yourself, Tim. 
Keep, well, like, keep my keep name, my name out, out your fucking mouth. I'm gonna take out in that one. These Twitter <laughs> fingers, man, they're getting people Damn. in trouble. It sounds like it's yeah, a lot squaring off. I mean, hey, it's just sort of like you if you want to talk shit on Twitter, go for it, but there's gonna be consequences. Funny story behind uh behind wanting to fight Tim. I ran into well, it wasn't intentional. If anything, he ran into me and or sought me out. But uh, I had maybe spoken two words in my entire life to Nikki Palma. And <laughs> yeah. off those two words, somehow they led to a, a temporary block on Twitter, which he eventually like freed me of. I just I got freed also. Well, I honestly I didn't even know. I just happened to like start seeing his tweets pop up in my feed. Anyway, yeah. the whole point is uh, him and Tim were beefing at some point over the summer where Nick Palma just like obviously doesn't give a fuck. Everything just devolves very quickly into just fight me bro just just <laughs> fucking fight me like let's be adults about this like just fucking fight me over here, right we were in fucking florida last week and fucking <laughs> massey i don't know which one of them has a broken arm and uh, it's, aaron aaron all yeah. right so he, aaron has a broken arm and it's fucking in a sling and nick's is pressing him in the hallways he's like why don't you just fight me like, just fucking fight me. So, <laughs> he's like, he's the biggest pussy. And it was like, dude, he has a sling on. Like, he has a broken arm. Leave him alone. <laughs> so I, I either bump into Palma or, like, you know, he sees me from across the room and beelines over. We're on some sort of break in the WSOP. And... <laughs> literally unprovoked not one single word spoken between us he's just like yo this fucking pussy riley man i'm telling you like i'm just trying to fucking fight this guy i'm not i'm smart enough not to do it on caesar's property i'm not trying to get 86 but i'm like bro meet me in this fucking parking lot right now this motherfucker calls the security guards on me i'm just like what what are you saying man like man can i get a backstory here what's going on who is your god are you fighting uh, I'm a pacifist. Don't uh, you fucking dare! No, no, no! no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really trying to. I'm this a man is a of the hypothetical people. question. I'm, I'm a, a man. straight ass. I was dead fucking yeah, serious. Was, I do not like that I think all of ours have been on. pretty straight. No. Ass. <laughs> yeah, that well, man, I really wants to fuck up a rabbit. Yeah, you better watch out, Poker Bunny. I said this. I said it a couple minutes ago, but no one heard it. Yeah, versus Poker Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> uh, the people that I beef with, like, throw down, baby. It's all kind of squashed. Uh, uh, so, I, I mean, it never, it never escalates mm, like that. Yeah, it's kind of. I would like to see nah, you fight. Who? I don't know, but there's somebody. There's no, someone. I really don't. I very rarely hate people. Nah, I dislike a lot. Of <laughs> I gotta go back into the. I dislike a lot <laughs> of people. So many. Everyone say in the chat saying they want to see Berkey versus Doug. Yeah, but like mm. that's the, the main thing. card. Like there was a point where I probably was like annoyed enough by Doug where that seemed like it would be a good idea. But now it's just like <laughs> fight him. We're just both old retired guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. What are, we, what are we gonna fucking do? Maybe wait, I'll wait, send wait. you some Tanner. I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm envisioning, if you've ever seen There's Something About Mary, I'm just envisioning the, the older woman that's like friends with Mary that has the self Tanner like baked Magna. in. Yeah. They Magna. said that the line versus for Poker Bunny and Brian is, is <laughs> Poker Bunny minus 800. Accurate. <laughs> that's very accurate. Absolutely okay. accurate. She would wreck my shit. <laughs> She would. I would bet on her too. Yeah. Yeah. No, nailed, nobody nailed, likes your side of this. Scrappy, scrappy. <laughs> yeah. No, but I. I mean, I. I'm, I'm obviously talking a lot of shit. I. I'm not ever gonna like. <laughs> 
I obviously ham it up a little for the camera. I, I Do I respect the way she interacts with people? No, not at all. But I, I'm not going to, you know, come after her or anything. Just stay off my page. <laughs> I'm just warning you. Just stay out of my way. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Stay the fuck out my Mind way. your fucking business. Oh, man. I, I feel like I've been like, these past couple weeks though, I feel like I've been putting myself through my own sort of fight camp for no reason. Well, it started with you wanting to take on the silverback. I mean, yeah. this was very I optimistic. That's when it started, actually. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, been a ne- it's been an ongoing theme as much as me talking about being on a loan yeah. has been an ongoing theme. Like, literally, week over week, you're trying to fight something new. And it continually becomes well, weaker and weaker the, competition. I saw the, like the hurt in his eyes when I told him he would not win against a chimpanzee. <laughs> he was like, are you serious? Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. I, like, I forgot how strong they were. Like, he's so strong. He's, naturally. he's so upset that you just don't believe in him. Yeah, that he no. wouldn't win against the chimpanzee. Uh, we, we were in Tennessee this, this past weekend with all my high school friends or whatever. And I want to preface this by saying, like, I love my friends to death. I've known them since basically kindergarten. And they've all done so remarkably well for themselves. But at dinner, we were talking about life-changing money. And I said, like, I would probably need somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 million to consider it life-changing because I think that's enough to grow to uh, retirement money mm-hmm. forever. A windfall. And my, my one buddy who, you know, has two kids and a very good-paying job in the six-figure range goes, I could live off a million dollars for the rest of my life. And we're all just like, no fucking way, just stop it, whatever. With kids, too. Right, yeah, of course. Obviously, it's ridiculous. But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part was when pressed, asking, like, how you'll make it, or how you'll live off a million dollars forever, his response was, I don't know, but you don't believe in me? (laughs) (laughs) That's really the crux there. He was genuinely hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was challenging it. Like, he was taking it all the way back to, like, look at all the things that I've done. I'm a survivor from this, that, and the other. I'm just like, bro, this is not a question of (laughs) No, right. I feel like I really relate to that. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? You don't believe me? He just instantly (laughs) felt attacked by one of his friends. He's like, I can't. If you had said that, I would be like, good for you, man. I support you in your dreams. Like, this this is not a dream. This is just math. Well, honestly. That sounds like a fight you'd have with a girlfriend right well <laughs> we've known each other a long time yeah. it's it's escalated into that area i it's, think it's it's fine to realize that there are things you just empirically cannot do and like you helped me realize that you know no i you don't think Melissa. i did i actually one thing i took away from this trip is that there are certain <laughs> i mean me fighting a chimp oh yeah, yeah. i helped fight. him realize that because i said well okay let's pull up you know some instances of humans versus chimpanzees and how that's gone for the human it didn't work out well did it you know also, they, just like and, I, and i explained to him well what happens is that the chimpanzee goes straight for your face they pull your eyeballs out they eat your eyeballs <laughs> then they rip your face open they rip your cheeks off they start with your face and then they work to your limbs they are very methodical and they're very very sharp so right. and also just like you know imagine you stumble upon one of these things in the wild how ready are you to just go toe to toe and knock this fucking thing out <laughs> not very not very nope. yeah, not very it's like i'm gonna kick 
I bet you are, big guy. Yeah, and then it'll grab onto, climb up your body, and then rip your eyeballs out. <laughs> it's it really, really smart that they go for that first. Though. Yeah, they're yeah. smart. They go for the most vulnerable areas. That's yeah, true. and then they like know the that heart. that it's like they know that that's gonna make it so you can't fight back. Well, yeah. it's very smart. If, if they were gonna go for the most vulnerable areas, they would just start bullying me. They would just, <laughs> <laughs> just being like, man, like you're not worth anything. Like, you fucking suck. Like I don't even know why you're here right now. And I'd be like. I'd be like, fuck, man, you're right. You just collapse into yeah. a ball. Yeah, and then, then, then they eat my eyeballs out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Good times. These 8 o'clock shows, these are going to be fucking unhinged, aren't they? Yeah. A yeah. uh, little bit of poker talk. It, uh, you know, coming off of yesterday's uh, Max Payne Monday with uh, Sashimi and, and crew. Who? Adam 22 is on there. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what's different? Uh, <laughs> Hustler, Hustler announces breaking news today. Next week is going to be super high stakes week. Five straight days of 100, 200, and 200, 400. Looks like the people included are Ryan Garcia, Alan Keating, Mickey, Eric Pearson, G-Man, Andy, uh, our man Wesley. JRB looks like he's going to make an appearance as well as Stanley Tang and Krish. Keating? Keating, yeah. Yeah, but every time Keating's including these lineups, I think he's like 10% the show. Yeah. Uh, and I, always, I think that's like oftentimes generous. Um, maybe not, though. He might actually be putting these games together. Uh, he did actually tweet, I heard there'll be gambling, uh, and it seems as though he is verbally committing via Twitter. Uh, for what it's worth, I do think he's pretty good about being true to his word whenever that's the case. <laughs> do you think that... <laughs> Do you think that they would give you a seat if you agreed to wear drag makeup? No. <laughs> I think this is only appealing to you. I agree. I, don't, I think it would be funny. I don't, I think, I, you know, I don't think anybody really thought of it as being like that interesting of a punishment or no, that degrading. Did you see that people were outraged that you didn't show that episode? Well, I, I mean, to be fair, it had nothing to do with me wearing drag and it had everything to do with how awful the inner... Like, the very next day, you and I did a one-on-one -on -one yeah. that I think was one of the better shows yeah, that we've done. It was the day prior it when was I was bad in full because makeup. I couldn't take you. I couldn't like. I felt like it was I was like watching a car crash. Like I was talking to a stranger. Yeah, like I was weird. like a paramedic on scene, just you know, trying to sort through the mess. Yeah. And Melissa's just sitting there, like eyeballing, going, "Oh my god!" I was scared. I was. Scared. It'll be on the Patreon. Sure. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> well, get, we really need to start that Patreon. How to get that? that we have Patreon. so many like mm -hmm. things. That so we can put so on many there. things. Coming to a www near you. So yeah, big week for <laughs> big week for both streams next week. Uh, looks like Hustler is going to be running high stakes all week long. The lineups look pretty fascinating. Yeah. Live at the bike is doing Phil Helmuth week. So uh, <laughs> I don't know who he is bringing. I saw him tweeting it like. Andy Roddick and a couple other tennis players. What? And it, <laughs> like they, I guess they play, uh, okay. or they at least know each other. And Andy Roddick replied, "You invited me to a poker game during, uh, like the the Wimbledon Open." Or something <laughs> <like that. laughs> like, I got business, Phil. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm not sure who he's bringing to the table, but like when Phil puts a game together, usually it's uh, a well curated he does, lineup. He is the self-proclaimed billionaire wrangler. He is. He is. Uh, I will say that he is the type that when he puts a lineup together, uh, players like myself 
are on the outside looking in. We have no shot. Oh at, yeah. At yeah you're these. busy. You're busy waving your cowbell, saying he stinks. Well, he does. <laughs> he does. He, he going, does he absolutely. He stinks. He's like, why are you only playing now? Well, I mean, I I feel very comfortable saying he stinks because <laughs> in no capacity would he ever. Ever yeah, in a million years, let me play with him. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's it's a lot easier to just be objective and call it out as I see it. Uh, well, maybe that's who you fight. No, I wouldn't want to fight <laughs> Phil. No, I, I, it wouldn't be look, fair. Look, I genuinely like Phil. I mean, I know that it comes across that I don't, but like, I I absolutely like a lot about him. I do think that he's very different than his public persona. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of redeemable qualities to Phil Helmuth, especially yeah, like in a one-on-one setting. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like if you're gonna be the most arrogant out there guy. You gotta call a spade a spade sometimes, and like he does some shit that just stinks. That's yeah. okay. Hey, we all do things that on don't some work level. Out we all stink. Oh, yeah. you yeah. know that's why we just yeah. we take a shower and we just try again tomorrow. Some, per- <laughs> some days one person stinks less than the other. Yeah, you yeah. know, some days you actually find the deodorant. I mean, we've been yeah. in this yeah. office yeah. for about what twelve hours now, so we probably stink. Yeah, we stink too. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I, I'll be interested if he gets uh, some some players like Mr. Beast and other yeah, influencers together. They've played together a bunch. So. Yeah. And you know, with hustler basically sucking up all of the high stakes, uh, well, players. Remember he started it with the poll right. of who will it be bike or hustler and, and live the bike one. Oh, let's make no, let's make no bones about it. Uh, this is strategic yeah. on both behalves. Right. I, I don't know like what went into Phil picking, uh, the bike. Yeah. Um, but, this counter move by Ryan is not an accident. Oh yeah, this is very clearly like I know. I we feel like will... they could start like um a TV drama about this sort of <laughs> cat and mouse game. <laughs> the Hatfields and McCoys yeah. of, uh, of 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 live stream poker. Yeah. All we need is like a romantic love story where someone that works for Hustler and the Bike. Right. Like, you know, that's yes. what yeah, that's, yeah, they exactly. have like a it's it's got to. I mean, it's obviously Garrett, right? Like he would be the shared love interest. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a matter well, of no, like. Have to be someone who works at the bike falling in love with right. someone who works at Hustler. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then behind closed doors, they're oh, sharing yes. information, yeah. but then it, like no one can know. Right, right, right. I right. like that. But then it up. somehow it gets out, and then yeah, there you go, drama. All Look right, you up. heard it, Andy Cohen. Make it happen. All right, make it happen. <laughs> this is the docudrama that poker has been longing yes. for. Mm-hmm. This is our Queen's Gambit. Exactly. We Executive have... producer, live at the bike, falls in love. Like it could be like billions, but like the two sides, right. boring. Yes, yes. And then the, who was the the therapist lady? She was the- Oh yeah, she was the, she was the she crux was between sides, all of it. Right? Yep. Yeah, she still is. Great fucking show, by the way. Koppelman, shout out to you. You are a genius. Billions. Billions? I've heard that it's, it's great. It's so fucking good. They great. killed off the main character. I mean, they didn't kill him off, but they, they wrote him off. Hey, spoiler they- alert. Uh, oh, whatever. If you're not caught up by now, like, Jesus I know. Christ. I'm, Sometimes I'm actually I like on, to, like, know, season just, three. It's been from, an entire season from, like, already, guys. Ago. Like, come on. It's been one it. season? No, it's it's been a full season that the that Axelrod's oh, not been on the show. I don't think I've watched the series. Yeah, I haven't watched Okay, well, spoiler alert, but Axelrod, after season five, disappears. He died. No, he doesn't die. They just write him off the show. <laughs> nah, he'll be back. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be back in the future for sure. But my it's whole point so is... It's so interesting because he's not like someone who I would be attracted to, but in that show, so Oh, he's so powerful? Yeah, yeah, he's just so yeah. powerful. So calculated. Mm-hmm. So everything sociopathic. Right. So yeah. hot. He's got that, he's got that <laughs> gritty growl yeah. about him. Yeah. You know, just... 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Yup, you got exactly. it, King. Yup, look at him, yup. Yup. He's getting your face going to get stuck that. like that. I love this look for you. He's going to get stuck. I want to do. I got to make a move. Just keep doing that. Just stuck. That's how I want you to give the lecture on He's stroking out. On Thursday for the academy. Show up Thursday for the academy for the lecture with that face. I already really? told him too intimidating. I, I can't. I can't be making these guys think they're walking That's into a grizzly bear. So funny bag. that that like <laughs> knowing knowing you at like a personal level and like people when they don't like find you intimidating. That's kind of what you effectively want when it comes to the whole barrier conversation we were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's like this is the most non-intimidating guy you could ever mm-hmm. you could ever come across. Well, let's not. Look at the cat <laughs> out of the bag, you know? Okay. Hey. I love you. Fuck Matt. you. Okay. <laughs> I, no, he, I wouldn't say I'm he's fighting there. you, okay? I'm going to make a goddamn example of Landon. Oh. I'm going to beat his face into a jelly. Bro, wow. I'm two years, I'm twice the age younger than you. I don't twice care. The age no, you're not. Half, half, half the age is what it is. Twice half my age and half younger. my wit. We're yeah. going, buddy. You and me. Well, it's we not a fight, fight of uh, wits. That's what you think. You oh, heard what he said. Oh, yeah. He said if you just insult him, he'll. Yeah. he'll I'll disarm, him I'll disarm him immediately and oh, put him in a headlock and no, choke no, him no, out. No, 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 sorry, I can't do this. I have to fight him with compliments. Like, I love you, Matt. Oh, yeah. You're a great friend. Oh, you're yeah. fucking... I don't want to hear <laughs> this. Look great It'll today, just Matt. be you at one end of the ring complimenting him Yeah, I'll really just run around the ring saying the you other look nice. Ends, yeah. like, insulting you. And there's no fighting. <laughs> yeah. You guys never even get close to each other. It's just a shouting match. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, yeah, it sounds like a, a normal day in the kitchen, yeah. actually. I'm just pacing around the kitchen. That's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. I wanted to fucking killed this kid. Honestly, I was close to fighting him this morning. Wow. What did I miss? We got, neither one of us got any sleep last night, so we had the academy to run all week. Uh, we started at 11 a.m., and prior to that, we obviously have to get our morning shit out of the way, which includes gym, uh, you know, prep work for the academy, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I'm up 7.30 in the morning. Landon is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 7.50 in spite of the fact that he went to bed at like 4. I went to bed at 2.30, yeah. God, the power of youth. I was in bed at 12.30, and I felt like I hadn't slept in a week. Uh... So he texts me like Jim question mark and I reply yes and he sends me some stupid meme because somehow that's funny at 8 a.m. Finally, finally, I make my way out of my room at like 8:10 to get to the gym by like 8:20, right? Oh, I sent him the Chad meme of the, like the Chad like the, with the beard. It says like yes. Yeah. That's what I sent him. Okay. That's all I sent him. It wasn't okay. even it wasn't even anything crazy. You were calling him a Chad. Look, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it, nice. It has nothing to do with the meme. I'm just trying to set up. The fact that he was going to send me to the brink of insanity. Okay. So I come out of my room. I start making my pre-workout. He starts talking to me. And before I can even begin to answer, he's fucking bobbing his head. (laughs) Both headphones in. Music up loud as can be. I say something. He doesn't answer me. I muddle under my breath. Fuck off and die. And we start to make our way to the car. We get in the car. I ask him a question. He doesn't answer me. And then he starts chomping on this fucking gum. <laughs> I have gum. No, no. This is bullshit. I ran out of gum yesterday. No, you had gum this fucking morning. Don't you lie. No. I will ask everybody well, in the gym. Maybe it was beef jerky or something. Or, like, I just what made this it? up. Like, I fabricated it out of thin air. He says he ran out of gum yesterday. So, obviously, he had gum. I didn't just magically right. assert that Did he you, had gum this morning. Were you chewing on something? No. He, he's he fucking, says he wasn't chewing. He's <laughs> chewing gum? No. Like like a cow chewing cud. Okay. I mean, it is just what so lip chewing, lip smacking, no. teeth grinding. Maybe he was just doing that with his mouth. No, no, no. he was chewing. Gu- no, look, you weren't look, doing look. that. Yeah, he has a bad memory. Very That's interesting. Fine. Uh, Who do you think has the worst memory here? Me or the old guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can frame it however you want, but logically speaking, why on earth would I just make up a memory of gum? 
I've never because seen you, you chew annoyed. gum before in my life. You were already annoyed, so you kind of like... It might have been yesterday. No, it was this morning. Okay, maybe you did have gum. Is that possible? God, how can it ever be possible that he had gum yesterday and didn't have it today? <laughs> I must be the fucking crazy one. You see why I want to kill this kid? I'm just trying kid? to get down to the truth. Yeah, he's Let's just fucking gaslighting. Okay. So he's smacking his lips, chewing the gum, and before I can even like look at him to correct him, he starts like slightly humming the lyrics to songs. <laughs> We're in the fucking car together. It's just us. Like, I'm a goddamn Uber driver. I he know. has his AirPods I in know. full blast. And he is just, like, rocking out the Kendrick or something. I'm so angry. And, like, so not caffeinated yet. Yeah. That I'm just like, okay, serenity now. Serenity now. Just maintain your patience. Hmm. And then we finally get out of the car and he says something that's completely innocuous <laughs> and not meant to trigger anything. Right. And but you've I been just, holding it back. I was Snap. on the edge of just fucking snapping. I like started to reply in the cuntiest way you can imagine. <laughs> and then just went, oh. I just like stopped. And I was just like, it's fine. Let it go. <laughs> This is this an is... exercise <laughs> what? in patience you know what? and virtue. And none of this would have happened if you didn't wear your headphones when other people are Facts. around you. Facts. You oh, wear your true. head. So you, you're telling me you guys get in a car together. You're driving to the gym. And you're wait, sitting wait, wait, there. Wait, hold on. Hold on. The We're so not just rude. driving to the gym. I'm fucking driving him. <laughs> because <laughs> he doesn't have a goddamn license. Right. And I'm you're somehow to the gym. Morgan Freeman driving this <laughs> Daisy around so, town. So wait, I'm just trying to visualize this. You're driving him to the gym. You guys are both sitting in the front seats. And he's got his headphones in. Listening to like just... Some song that he only wants to enjoy by himself? Yes. Oh, no, no. And he wants to share it with you without well, you hearing it. He wants to his version. Yeah. <laughs> without you hearing the actual song, he wants well, you to know what he's listening to. Wait. This is just with Berkey. Yeah, yeah this, this happens. He actually started jumping rope too. in the car <laughs> while we were driving <laughs> to the beat of the song. I can fucking see it. <laughs> I know. I mean, like jump rope yeah, you do, you do do that. I you do. do wear headphones around others. You're, you're, yeah. you're spot on that it was the headphones That's that did it. it to me. If that never happened. I could tolerate everything yeah. else. Yeah. The, heads, the chewing would have been fine. You know. yeah. I, it would have it it irked me a little bit, but I would have realized I was being the one that was irrational. Right. But when it's coming from a source that yeah. is drowning me you out had, already, you had the I'm just pounding headphones. This motherfucker over here thinks like, he could just fucking smack his lips right, let, in my let, car. Let, let, let Landon defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to let this one go. I'll right. give you another yeah. second. Yeah. You know, the worst part about it is like we're playing music in the fucking car. Yeah. Like it's I'm just sure. basically about the same music you listen to or very close to. Well, but it's just. It's, minus Bergie's so, depressing fucking. So that was why it communicates like, hey, I actually don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's like, and that's yeah, you why know, like, it's annoying. You. Honest to God, it would have been less playing. disrespectful if he uh, would have gotten the car and actually physically turned his body to face me yeah. and just sat there <laughs> yeah. like this for the entire ride. It would be less disrespectful. <laughs> Way by less a lot. disrespectful. Yeah. By, by such a long margin. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, I might have giggled at that. Like, it's sort of like uh, he acts like he's commuting on a subway or like yeah, a train. Yeah, and I'm just the fucking it is, we're not pub public transport. I'm just the goddamn conductor over here. We're your friends. At least pay the service, man. Like I want Uber money if this is gonna be the case. He's thinking. <laughs> I was actually very surprised the other day on the way here. He didn't have his headphones in. I was like, he, was, he even said something. 
Whoa. And I was like, he said something. Yeah, he even said something in the car, and I was like, wait, you don't have your headphones in? Wow. I was, I was, I was thrown the fuck off. I was so like, uh, I was like, honestly, I swear to God, on the Bible, this <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this thought crossed my mind today. We're downstairs. The academy's going on. You guys are up there giving your lectures. I was thinking in my head, I was like, if Landon puts his fucking headphones in, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> I remember God, I didn't think that okay. crossed my mind. He did not. He did not. He was great. He crushed it. He okay. absolutely crushed okay. it. So but- I think the reason why uh, I do this and I don't feel the same way about the whole disrespect and like, I see, do I see why it's disrespectful? Yes, of course, I see why. When I was younger and like in the car with like brothers, sisters, mom, there was always so much fighting, arguing, screaming that I would just put in headphones in and just not want to listen to any of it. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like it's a habit, but yeah. it's not a good habit. Right. You take off your headphones. That's reasonable. If you were like in a relationship and you did that with your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not putting on Bro, I would love to see a girl pick him up for a date and him throwing <laughs> fucking ear pods. We all know that's impossible. We all know that's impossible. I mean, you say that now. Wait till you're on fucking month six of dating somebody that you don't like all that much. Just yeah. leave. Just leave, it happens. Just leave that. Leave Sometimes the AirPods at home. Sometimes you just wake up one day and you're like, "Whoa, who am I?" I'm, I'm so sick of your face. What did I? What the fuck? <laughs> Hmm. How did you get into my life for this period of time? How are we at this level of intimacy? How did this happen? Yeah, um, I'm going to hope that that's not the case. We'll move on. Everybody gets through at some point, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, Sure they do. uh, Keeping the show off the hinges as we have, there's no reason to correct course at this point. And uh, continuing down the path of the love life. Yeah. Have you guys seen... This documentary that is out on Netflix now about Manti Teo? No. Do you know about Manti Teo? No. Okay. Uh, does any... Lamanna has fucking earbuds in. I'm listening to Taylor Swift. Fucking out, man. I'm <laughs> I, I got kind of bored with this podcast. I <laughs> Actually, no one cares. This is the most you've ever contributed. You're good for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can hear it on an echo, so I had to hear you insult me twice. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you have the good? Do you have the new? Which ones do you have? Do you have the AirPods Pros? I don't know. You don't know? No. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah those are the pros. pros. Yeah, the Pros. You can actually. Uh, there's three different modes. There's like normal he's mode. An expert on this. There's transparent mode, and there's mm-hmm. noise cancellation mode. Okay. So on transparent mode, like you can still listen to your things yeah. and hear the people around you. But we know that you, you mm-hmm. have it on noise canceling. I have it on transparent. when we no, speak to you, you don't yeah. respond. Yes, you do not respond. Sometimes I volunteer. I in- oh, I, I remember now. God, I wanted to change the subject so bad. Now here I am getting angry at Landon again. <laughs> uh, we, we were like getting ready to turn into the gym or something. And I don't even remember what the hell it was about, whether it was traffic or something like that. But he didn't stop his music. And he kept the earbuds in yeah. and started talking at an obscene <laughs> volume, <laughs> complaining about something else or something that was going on around us. And I'm just like, and he's like, bro, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, I will fucking murder you, man. They will never find the body. Someone's going to get $5,000 for dragging you out of Lake Me. <laughs> All right, enough about Landon. Yeah. Oh, let's man. go. Let's move on. Oh, man. Mm. So, Manti Teo. <laughs> 
uh, Lamana's old. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's not even an age thing. He's not that old. He just retired two years ago, I think. Uh, was a linebacker for Notre Dame. Very, very, very high-profile college football player. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody knew him. But the reasons why he became infamous and why, you know, I thought Melissa may have heard of him or Man, more so KO. the general populace is because senior year. he had a fake girlfriend. His grandmother and girlfriend, Lene Kakua, had died the same night. He dedicated his season to them. It was an amazing story. I mean, they were with me, you know. I miss them. One problem, his girlfriend did not exist. I don't think anyone can appreciate how big a story it became. This was a very sophisticated hoax perpetrated for reasons we can't understand. At this point, I'm at the Heisman ceremony. I don't know what to think, and I can't tell anybody what's going on. He'll never say it affected his play, but you could definitely see something was up. We just thought, what sick joke is someone trying to put on us? My uncle immediately said, I think you're getting catfished. All right, ready to man? Doubt. I created this fictional character, Lene. I totally felt fear. I didn't have courage to just be like, this is who I am. It became evident that we had a major story. I was afraid this was going to affect my NFL future. I don't think he had any concept of how much the media will build you up and then tear you down. I didn't expect it to blow up so quickly. This is about to hit the fan. That's when everything went chaotic. I love you so much. There were two people. It was crazy. My whole world changed, and I'm questioning everything. So this is a lot more of an in-depth inside look. Uh, for those who followed the story closely back in 2012, maybe? 2011? Uh, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, a lot of these details leaked. So I think he even did like a 60 Minutes interview. Like somewhere between uh, ending his collegiate career and going pro. Um, and I think at that point he was still covering up. Not, not covering up. Maybe he still just believed uh, that the person existed. Anyway, uh, a lot of the the details that emerged were, I believe it was two people that were acting uh, in this. So you heard that there were like some voice messages and stuff like that, and it actually was a female's voice. Uh, but it actually ended up being a man who was impersonating a female that was catfishing him, um, who we saw in the interview there. I believe uh, that person ultimately transitioned um, and was uh, transsexual. But... Uh, in any event, the, the timeline of all this is just so wild. Uh, and mainly because it's so high profile, right? Um, you know, this guy's in a national spotlight week in and week out playing for one of the most storied franchises in all of college football history, getting plenty of press time because he's a Heisman candidate on the defensive side of the ball. And all anybody can focus on is that he has this fake girlfriend that never existed and managed to pull off like one of the greatest catfish heists in the public eye that we've ever seen. Uh, I haven't watched the doc yet. She stole from him or? No, 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 nothing like that. Sorry. Uh, I mean, a little like the spotlight, I guess, and like embarrassed him publicly. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess I was a little loose with my like language. Like sold, sold stories to tabloids and stuff like that. Uh, like where's I, the profit coming well, from? Well, I don't know. So I need to watch the doc because I don't know all of the details. Uh, I'm just going off of memory. Yeah. What I recall from the time. But... Um, it may have potentially hurt his draft stock. Uh, I, I believe he ended up being a first rounder, but I'm not sure if he fell due to the whole uh, unfolding of the story. He, he was picked in the second round and um, 38th pick. 
Okay. Oh, wow. So, so like, he definitely so got early hurt. early second round. Yeah, he definitely got hurt here because he Yeah, was he was almost mm-hmm. certainly to be a first rounder. Yeah, prior. he was pretty big. And by the way, that um, interview was 60 minutes and it was in 2012, the year before he was drafted. Okay. So yeah, at that point, I think it was still uh, him operating under the assumption that this person was who they claimed they were. The, uh, claimed they were. Yeah. Um, it's so wild. Uh, and as an aside to this, I couldn't find it, but um, a USC pitcher, I believe, uh, it was either USC or it might have been uh, University of South Carolina, actually. Uh, but one it of their pitchers, USC. yeah. But I, I want oh, to clarify. Oh, you mean Southern California and South? Yeah. Actually. So I think it was the South Carolina pitcher. Um, but he wrote a blog post in like 2014 or something like that, detailing something very similar about how he was catfished. And honestly, like. I don't think this is spoken about enough. So uh, I think as men, you know, we, we hold some level of pride where we don't want to admit when we got got. And also, like, there's some shame attached to the idea that, uh, you know, you could develop this relationship with a person that you've never seen or never uh, truly, like, met or, you know, were smart enough to do a video call with. And, and mind you, this was 10 years ago, so it's not like FaceTime was mm-hmm. a prolific thing or anything along those lines. But... There's a lot more due diligence you can do now compared to then. But even then, it's like it wasn't super common to get catfished. But, you know, between the show on MTV, this now documentary coming out, uh, that blog post that I'd read eight years ago or something like that, like it's happened to a lot of people. Oh, Matter of fact, it's lot. happened to two people in this studio. Yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. My man Guapo has an experience uh, so, similar to this. Wow. What an introduction to the. Uh... Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, Miguel. (laughs) Welcome to the pod. Let's see here. Long story short, uh, Tinder was relatively new. Uh, I started chatting up a young lady for about a week. Uh, Things were going well. And I took my shot. I asked her out to dinner, Herbs and Rye, 9 o'clock. If you haven't been to Herbs and Rye, I highly suggest. Very cool spot. I get to Herbs and Rye, 9 o'clock, comes and goes. She doesn't show. But while I'm sitting there, a gentleman that I'm speaking with finally says, hey, listen, uh, the reason that person isn't here is because it's me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was a little thrown back, obviously. You, you were talking to this person for how long before? For about a week. No, no, no. no, like, no. I, I, okay, oh, so no, no, no. So, yeah, so I get there 15 minutes early. Right. Um, and he's already there. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of chatting. Yeah, I'm on a first date. You know, I'm waiting gotcha. for her to get here. Nine o'clock comes and goes. Wow, that's so interesting. And you've been chatting for a week prior to that. That's very right. interesting because he knows that he like that you were there, there for him. Excited yeah. to meet. You're there yeah. talking to him about someone that you don't know has shown up yet. Yeah. Like he knows you're there for him, but you're like, oh, I'm here for someone else. So you're obviously texting just via text. Correct. Or you're and I'm actually texting like nine o'clock comes and goes and I'm like, all right. So she bailed on me. Nope. You know, whatever. So oh once this guy God. spills the beans and starts telling me, hey, look, I was shooting my shot. I know this is a little awkward. Um, <laughs> look, I'm a really nice guy. How funny is it been, like if you guys Maybe. like you just like text like, on your phone and like you message like Tinder or, like you get like the number and you start texting like hey like are you here yet and you just hear like a ding <laughs> and like, you see it from on his phone and you just like you look at him and you're just like uh, you got me. Well, I, I want to know what the end of the story is. Like, so, so you're a really nice guy. Like, how was breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely no breakfast. Um, but to soften the blow, he did ask if he could buy me dinner, uh, buy me a drink. 
And if anybody knows me, I will not turn down free food or leftovers. Uh, <laughs> yep. can definitely vouch that, for that. That is true. And to this day, if I'm going to be completely honest, it was probably one of the best dates. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Let's go, baby. Shout out oh, to, uh, shout out to Yuri from Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the My man Yuri. Yeah. Fucking Guapo's um, first time talking to the pod. And he's giving a story. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have a couple stories uh, a related to this. A um, couple? Very different. One very similarly to Manti Teo. I'll, I'll get into that one second. Uh, and then one very similar to Guapo's. So this would have been like 2014. Myself, Dan O'Brien, and a few others uh, were living together. And online dating just had become popular. But I had been doing it since way back, like I was on Hot or Not in college, not to date, it wasn't that sort of website to begin with, you literally just rated people, but eventually it, it matured into a dating site where like you could click the meet me function and I'll get into that story next. But uh, so this is like 2014, Dan, myself, my roommate Tyler, we're all on like Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, like all of the uh, first upstart dating sites pre-Tinder. And uh, you know, on those sites, you just shot your shot. So you just, peruse through profile after profile after profile, you would send them an unsolicited message and just hope that they replied. Yep. So, I mean, it was just a volume game, really. Like you would basically create a, hey, how are you, yada, yada, yada type of, of lead in and you just copy and paste it to every girl that you found attractive. So we're firing it off and I end up matching with this, uh, this girl who has like a full model spread as her- Spread uh, eagle. No, no, have a little couth, Melissa. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, but like all of her photos are like very professionally done. Red uh, flag. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, she's like a Thai model and, you know, just stunning. So I'm just like, oh, this is great. And we start exchanging uh, messages back and forth. Very quickly, she moves it to text message. Now, mind you, uh, even though I said that I had been like messing around on online dating for the better part of a few years, uh, it's not like now where literally when you're just bored, you're swiping and you're messaging and like, it's just really commonplace or people are sliding in your DMS on social platforms. Like none of that shit existed. Instagram wasn't a thing. Yeah. Twitter was like brand new. Nobody ever DM'd. <laughs> yeah. Landon was still in the womb, yeah. uh, waiting for Nick Howard to fucking consummate the marriage. Oh my <laughs> I, I, had my, I had my headphones in back then too. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I didn't listen to any of this fucking shit. Uh, so, so. Um, oh, that was good. You know, and, and also like there weren't really, there weren't as many laws of the land, so to speak, or unspoken yeah. rules of online dating the way that there are now. So like we were very apprehensive as guys on there, but also it was very opportune, especially being in Vegas where it's difficult to meet people outside of the industry and just kind of an antisocial city to begin with, especially if you're not a drinker or a clubber. Um, so the only good thing that really came from this time frame is that I was really open with Dan and Tyler about dating online and vice versa, because like we were all kind of in the same little paradox of like, is this okay? Like, is this cool? Like, are we, are we good to do this? Whereas prior, when I get into my first catfish story, none of you knew. You and I were very good friends. We were living together in here. We moved out, out to Vegas together. You, you guys didn't really know we that I knew a little bit, you knew a little, but like, you didn't know that like I was grinding online dating sites. You didn't know I was on match or like hot or not or whatever. Uh, mm. it just like, wasn't a thing in 2008. Right. right. 
So in this instance, we're like sharing a lot of details. It's like, okay, I matched with these people, like check them out. Uh, I'm going to go on a date here. Uh, if I don't return, you know, this is, this is my last known location type of stuff. Like literally there would be times where, uh, you know, some, someone in the group or whatever would like meet up with a girl and uh, if they ended up like going back to our house, would send the address to the group. I mean, girls still do that. As they should. Yeah. Absolutely they <laughs> yeah. should. It's yeah. just smart. Yeah. So it'd be like, you know, if at all it felt sketchy, like we'd just get an address in a group text, be like, okay, I'm heading to so-and-so's house. This is the address. If you don't hear from me by midnight, like send the fucking Calvary. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the dogs. She's chopped me up to bits and I need you to recover me. (laughs) Right? So uh, so we, we move it to text exchange and the conversation gets sexual from her side. So incredibly fast. I'm just like, well, this is different. Like nobody would expect this. To, to kind of happen the, the way things are going, but like, I'm 28, whatever, we'll roll with the punches. You seem like a fun time, okay. So we're chatting it up after like three days or so. Um, she's kind of like, you know, what are you up to this weekend? I'm like, no plans, whatever. She's like, well, let's meet. I'm like, okay, great. Now, we I had at least been uh, setting up dates long enough where I knew two things. Number one, create a first date that's non-committal so that you can get the fuck out of there if this is a nightmare. <laughs> and number two, do it in a very public place, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So don't fall for any like bait and switch type situations. Don't put yourself in a spot where you're going to show up in a dark alley and get jumped. Like it's way too easy to call I know people. your first date spot. Where? Tropical smoothie. Yeah, this was a tropical smoothie. <laughs> uh, there was a tropical smoothie about a mile away from my house. I was like, hey, let's meet here. Let's, you know, chat over a smoothie and, and see if we hit it off. Like, Okay. So uh, I, I pull into Tropical Smoothie. I'm waiting in the parking lot. And I see this like white beamer come in and I get a text that says like, I'm here. I'm like, okay, so that must be her. Uh, see her pull into the parking lot. She gets out of her car and starts making her way towards me. And I just immediately, she's like 20 yards away. I just immediately can tell this is not the person from the pictures. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Yeah. what is happening? Like you just have this like weird warm sensation come over you like i'm about to be in an insanely awkward situation how am i going to handle this like can i muster up any grace in this particular spot just run so uh this woman comes up to me and she introduces herself don't remember her name goes to hug i extend the handshake just like you know let's let's not go too far you're clearly not who you said you were uh, mm-hmm. and uh, start chatting. Well, that's exaggerating. Uh, <laughs> we pretty much cut to the chase where I'm just kind of like, what's going on here? And uh, she looks at me and she like leans in and goes, what if I told you that I have the same parts as you? <laughs> and I just, I just kind of like, at this point, try to remain as tactful as I possibly can Yeah. and go, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I believe you, I guess. I don't know what the, I don't know what you expect me to say to that kind of thing. And uh she's like um you know, ba- basically like beating around the bush, like not wanting to be up front, but alluding to the fact that she's transsexual and I'm just like uh hey, um you know, I understand how we got to this point and it's really nice meeting you, but I feel like I was lied to and I don't feel comfortable proceeding with the date. So I'm going to take off. She was very gracious. She's like, okay, no problem. We both get in our cars and we leave. So as I'm leaving, 
she sends me a text message and says, hey, I was just kidding about that whole, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that whole same body part thing. Uh, you know, I just didn't think we it had good chemistry. It was just a chemistry. language barrier thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, uh, I just didn't think we had good chemistry. And at that point, I was like a little frustrated because it's like, okay, you could have just been honest and, mm -hmm. you know, I could have either said like, I'm into this or I'm not. And we could have gone our separate ways and spared this moment of embarrassment for each other. Or, uh, you know, you might have been lucky and hit, you know, a, a one in 100 shot or whatever. Right. So I just reply and I say, like, listen, please don't do this to other people like this is this is very uncomfortable and not an easy thing for me to handle. I understand that your situation is unique, and it's probably not an easy thing for you to date either. But right. uh, don't do that again. If if I can encourage you to do anything, right, and just end it at that. We never speak again. I come home and tell Dan, and he's just glued to the story, just like <laughs> eyes wide open, jaw jaw agape, and he's like, "We have to do better whenever we're looking at these profiles." <laughs> So we set up a system where we're trying to like identify if people are catfishing or not. Yeah. And we would literally, I, I'll, I'll never forget this. I was like grinding online. We had a party over and Tyler is, he had like matched with someone. He's like, guys, get over here. this girl is so hot. This girl is so hot. And he's like showing us pictures going through or whatever. And like they're very shopped photos and everything else. Yeah. And Dan and I just look at each other and we start laughing and we go, you're getting catfished. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you like, fa like fake. Yeah. yeah. We would like literally just like bucket profiles. Like we would filter for these profiles that were clearly out there. It was such a big thing in the early 2000s I mean, still or, or mid to is it though? It is. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, catfish is still yeah. the show is still running no, strong. I mean, there's yeah. more dating <laughs> apps now. Like, there's more ways for them. There to are, but I feel like because people of that, a there's a, a greater volume of people just dating through apps. Yeah. And so they these seem more like outlier cases. Mm -hmm. Where back then, I feel like we were literally sweating one in three matches. Yeah. As oh, being a catfish. Okay. Yeah. You have it, more. Your, your guys, is you though. and Guabo's cases are, I mean, overall relatively mild. Compared to oh, like 100%. Like, 100%. There are people, which is... I also think it was... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I also yeah. think it was representative of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that sort of subculture uh, of, of LGBTQT, um, they didn't really have the empowerment to be open, right? So like they couldn't just like lead with that in their profile mm -hmm. and see who was into it. Right. Now, everybody's very forward. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think I would ever run into that scenario again where people are trying to dupe you. Right? Uh, or, or, or like, I don't know. My I mean, brother I mean, had it's one hard to say. Not it's at the same frequency. Let's put yeah, it that yeah, way. Okay. My brother had one recently where he actually really liked the girl. And they were talking for like a couple weeks and then like they met up and she was, he said he was like 50 to 70 pounds heavier than her photo. Yeah. And she like had used all older photos and everything. And it was like a very visible difference. And he said that he just said like, Hey, I'm not gonna let you come inside. Like you lied to me, so sorry. Who, Paul? Yeah. No. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> he was superficial. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know. Can you believe it? He's but, like, but look, he uh, had, your taper is nowhere near yeah, what you had, had advertised. Had the other one where it was a blonde, like short blonde girl, and then just just like huge tall black woman showed up and just didn't mention it. Just didn't mention it. Just walked right. Like the in. whole time they were on the date, just didn't mention well, it. Well, it ended pretty quickly. Sure, but he, sure. Yeah, she she didn't bring it up or mention it at all. Just was like, hey, how are you? It's like what? What? Like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? It's, 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 it's like how are you? No, who are you? Yeah. It is amazing that like they they 
people met up with you that quickly, like in that situation, your situation? Because a lot of times you see like where they'll they'll keep the relationship going on for months or years. Yeah. Because they're afraid to show their true identity and they just want someone to, to talk to, to love them. So, to, right? Oh, that. So, oh, you have another story. Was my first experience. Okay. I had. Oh, that's right. Yes, I do. I had a four year long pen pal. Four who, years? Yes. Pen pal. You guys yes. ready to get to a point where you're just like. Tired of so, so let me explain. Uh, because I think that this is common. And I think this, without having seen the documentary, I think that the Manti Teo thing was probably pretty relatable. Uh, so this started post college, 2004 ish. Maybe 2005, actually. Yeah, 2005. Yeah. So I had graduated. Um, very awkward timing because. Especially like where we lived, Erie, PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird to have your social culture yanked out from underneath you. So when you go from a college athlete specifically, where uh, you know social settings are very easy, they're basically curated for you. You just show up, right? Like you, you always have a party to go to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you have uh, cliques and uh, groups of friends that will always just be there. Well, post graduation, all that gets yanked. Right now you show up to the gym and you don't know anybody because they're all underclassmen or, you know, very few people, whatever. And after a year or so passes, that turnover becomes to the point where like your social climate has kind of crumbled. Dating kind of goes alongside with that, especially when you're an EPA. Not exactly, you know, meeting a bunch of people out at uh, Papa George's on on a Friday night all that often. So uh, I at this time, hot or not, had transitioned now into a dating site where you could click a meet me function. And I came across this incredibly gorgeous Italian girl, Elena Diorio. <laughs> and I was smitten, man. This girl was a smoke show, right? So uh, I, I clicked the meet me button, sent her a message, whatever. And to my surprise, she replied. Now she was in Pittsburgh. So we were two hours apart. And that's very key because what you convince yourself of for a long duration of this is that it's a proverbial free roll. You're not going to catch feelings for somebody that you've never met that lives far away, mm-hmm. right? And that's largely true, but you don't need to catch feelings to be invested in something or to be over-invested in something, right? So what ends up happening is we start exchanging messages and uh, you know, at the time, like texting literally had just become a thing. I think my phone had texting capabilities for maybe like a year and a half at that point. Mm -hmm. So uh, we would text here and there, but we would spend more time actually talking on the phone because it was that fucking long ago. (laughs) Right. Right. So for like the first couple of months, we really got to know each other pretty fucking well over the phone. Now in the back of my head, the entire time with every day that passed, I thought to myself, like there's a good chance that this girl's not who she's claiming to be. And you always have that like wall up and barrier to ensure that like, you know, you don't get too committed to this whole thing. It's just an idea. But as time passed, more opportunities to meet up uh, became, an op- uh, became a thing, right? Because you and I, we were driving to Pittsburgh four times a week, maybe to grind in these underground games. Yeah. So when I would drive down there, I would get hopeful and I would try to set up these meetings and one thing would lead to another and something would happen where she couldn't do it, right? And there was definitely no video chat then. So it wasn't like there was an easy way for me to get her to identify herself. And she was very forthcoming in sending me photos. Tons of them, right? Even nudes here and there. And it's just like, okay, well, whatever. This is non-committal to me. I don't give a shit. So honestly, for like maybe the first six to 12 months, 
Even, were the nudes the girl in the photo, or you, or you, could you not see her face? It was the girl in the photo, and I'll get to where they okay. all stem from. So for the first six to twelve months, this was no big deal. It was just kind of like a proverbial free roll, right? Uh, I didn't really have much of a commitment to it. I was still living my life. I was still trying to date outside of it, but um, I was lazy. I was in the worst shape of my life because I'm transitioning out of college and into poker, and I'm letting myself eat chicken fingers at every every. Honestly, I used to stop at the gas station before going to Salamanca every single trip to get gas, and I would buy an Oreo ice cream sandwich. Mm. I, I convinced myself it was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. That's Maybe crazy. Maybe you need to be doing that again. No, it was not. <laughs> and then you would get chicken fingers and fries at the Salamanca. The only meal I would eat there. Every it was time? literally the only thing. Uh, so, like, I got chubby. I, I didn't get, like, super fat, but, I, like, I wasn't exactly happy with where I was at. I'd fallen way off the wagon from being this, an this athlete. This was steak a day, uh, yeah, but not not in a good way. Mm. So, uh, you know, and, and also, like, you're young then, and you're kind of looking for somebody to share that sort of, like, vulnerable version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And wh- who better than this stranger behind a phone that you owe nothing to and owes nothing to you in return, right? So there did become this sense of uh, attachment, I, I would say, right? And shortly thereafter, we moved to Vegas. So now this has been going on for like 18 months. And I got to tell you, man, this 18 months is wild. I wish I would have documented it throughout that time. So uh, (laughs) there was all these peaks and valleys where um, every single time that I would just be like, okay, it's clear you're fake and you're not who you say you are. I'm kind of done with this and wash it. She would get cancer. Or oh, that's the, that is the classic catfish right of course, there. 100%. They get cancer, some of their family. Yeah, I know cancer. that now. Right. You didn't know that in 2005. Right, of course not. Nobody knew that, right. right that her mom, yeah. in, in the course of knowing her, her mom died. She adopted her, her young brother. She developed cancer. Oh my God, it's all the, it's the trifecta. <laughs> it's the trifecta. She relapsed. wild. Mm. Oh my God, this is, you could have been on the show. A hundred percent, bro. When you the movie came to, the documentary. The only person that right. I had ever revealed this to during that time frame was Nick Mamoni. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who showed me the documentary. He's like, this is your story. So I, I, don't, <laughs> know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the, the show Catfish came from Neve, who who's the host of the show, getting catfished, and he made a documentary about it. Right. Like, he was making a documentary as he was getting catfished. Yes. Which turned into the yes. the show. So a lot of a lot of people don't even realize Honestly, that there's a documentary before the whole show, and which anybody, is amazing, and everybody Anybody who it. wants a perfect depiction of what I was going through over that, like, two to four-year mm-hmm. span, it was to a T what he documented in that right. movie. Yeah. Everything from the, the like, intimacy, intimacy through conversation to uh, her sending, like, seductive photos to, to the tragedies. To the tragedies. And, yep. Every time you tried to pull away, like, they would just mm-hmm. find ways to suck you back in. Like, this happened for the better part of two years. And uh, once I moved to Vegas, it was very easy to distance myself because now, like, you're, you're acknowledging a lot of reality. Where it's like, okay, well, I'm across the country, so even if she were real, it doesn't matter anymore. And you just acknowledge the time that's passed, where you're like, I know you told yourself that this was a proverbial free roll, but now it's, it's been later. two years, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you still in contact with this person when they've done nothing to show good faith that they are who they are, right? right. So once I moved to Vegas, I basically, uh, I didn't cut ties. Uh, she was still somebody that I would speak to, but I emotionally cut ties, if that makes sense, right? But with that said, we still kept in touch. 
And I have a bunch of old emails. I tried to dig them up, but it's in my Yahoo account, which has like 100,000 unread messages, so I can't <laughs> find them. But, uh, you know, once I moved to Vegas and I kind of started to cut and pull away from the phone conversations and, and the usual attention, uh, she would randomly like start email chains with me. And we would just email back and forth here and there. Constantly would go from like being active together on social media to her deleting her social media altogether. Uh, just like wild stuff. Like I would get blocked and then I would get unblocked and then I would get added and it would be like hearts and love you, Maddie. And then suddenly like she has <laughs> cancer. It was Landon. Right. It was Landon the whole time. That's, that's the end of the story. That's how Landon and I met. Uh, case closed. This is how he came into life. No. I was, was, was a devious five-year-old. Right. Very, very dubious. Yeah. Uh, so... It was yeah. this constant, like, uh, preying upon emotion. But, you know, at this point, I had moved on with my life. I started dating <laughs> other people, like, whatever. So uh, we grow more distant. But, again, like, there's this loose contact, right? So finally, this must have been 2010. You, me, and Garrity went to Bergada. So at this point, it's been six years and maybe two years since her and I had even had any contact whatsoever. Uh, so we, we are now at Bergada. Uh, and we're like in the hotel room and I just get a random email, Landon Diorio. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I open it and I'm like, you know, what's going on here? And it's a complete confession. Wow. It's, it's top to bottom, like her explaining all of the things that drove her to do this, like was in a really dark place. Some of the things I told you were true. Some of them were not like that was actually my son not adopted through my mother. And like, there was some tragedy, but not to the extent that she, and you know, really felt low on myself. I was considering suicide. You helped me through some dark times, like just having you as a crutch, yada, 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 yada. But first of all, uh, one important thing, I wasn't the only one. There was a dozen you, other people that she was catfishing. That's usually the case. Yeah, as well. if not yeah. more. Right. Um, but secondly, it's not just you. She included a before and after picture in this email, and it was remarkable. So she was very overweight around the time that we started speaking. The after picture, she had lost like 120 pounds. It was an incredible wow. transformation, and she seemed to be in a very healthy place. So she was talking about uh, how her and the kids had decided to move to uh, a place somewhere between Pittsburgh and actually like where we grew up. Uh, she was, you know, involved in this business and doing really well for herself and it was it was kind of a very touching ending to something that was like so outlandish and mm -hmm. wild would you ever meet her uh it's funny i considered it often during that time yeah and i think that like in our correspondence we were kind of kicking around the idea but I just like never made it back to Pittsburgh and eventually just didn't care one fucking bit anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you just get so emotionally exhausted throughout the whole mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, where you know, you're it. being played, yeah, you're done. but like you want to get to now, now you're like a detective. You right. Now you just, just want to see it's like, you want to solve like put, put a bow on the mystery. The email, the email did all the heavy lifting. Exactly. Right. Like yeah. all I wanted were answers. Yeah. I never cared to meet this actual <laughs> figure or uh, fictional person or anything yeah. on those lines. So what actually had happened all those photos that she sent me, the nudes and everything else, they were her cousin. Mm. And I just want to know, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if, you, if you're listening, where you at? Because this girl was something How else. did she get her cousin's news? She had like... They were close cousins, man. Yeah, I, I yeah, don't know. I, I mean, maybe, honestly, a million sure. ways. She could have hacked her computer or yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, she that's might have true. been in on it. Possibly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the Mantel no, Teo thing, I'm pretty confident there was a second, right, second yeah. person acting on it. 
Um, but yeah, man, like it's wild. And I just think it was something that like now it's, it's so funny to me. Uh, like, right. you know, it's such a byproduct of being young and, and vulnerable and low on yourself, having low self-esteem, like yeah. just not knowing your plight in the world uh, and, and what the hell you're supposed to do and just falling victim to somebody who makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. Um, but think back to that era, man. Like there's no way I'm unique. You know how many guys dabbled in online and got catfish and nobody fucking talks about it? Right. Yeah. It's like, not like you're special. Not right, or for sure. right. Right. And I'm sure it happens the other way too where guys catfish women, but I just imagine it's so much less often because... No, we just have to worry about like getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just more desirable than us, right? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. We we just know at our core, like yeah, we're we, not all that. Like I'm not swiping. Like, is he real? I'm like, is he a rapist? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like we know that the way to sell ourselves is not through six photos and a one line bio. Yeah. Right. Like no girl is ever gonna be browsing through and be like, "Wow, the man of my dreams, him <laughs> holding that fucking fish and saying I'm here for a short yeah, time." Pineapple doesn't time. belong on pizza. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, uh, no fish picks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that one line bio. I'm here for a good time, not a long time, and him holding that largemouth bass. If if that's not my baby daddy, I don't know what is. <laughs> Just my baby daddy. Like, come on, man. Honestly, you know, like, like most of the people I've like dated or been with i would never swipe on an app yeah i'm I, I so said much that pickier on apps than I, I am in real life i was making that point uh both well largely on that trip to tennessee and then uh in another conversation that i was having to brian and everything else is like this this notion that like we have control over what we want our significant other to be or to represent or the characteristics that they have it's, yeah it's pretty silly because if we look at the closest most intimate relationships in our lives they're very rarely people that you would choose off of a, a, a list. They, yeah. don't, they don't add up on paper, right? There's somebody that you shared a bond with in real time, mm -hmm. in a moment where, uh, you know, serendipity kind of stepped in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, whether you're talking about friendships or past relationships or whatever the case may be, yeah. it's not even that they're necessarily op uh, opportunistic, right? It's more so that there was some shared interest in a particular moment that allowed you to get to know them on a level that you wouldn't trade for the world. Right. Yeah. And like even this trip back back home or to Tennessee rather with like all these guys from, mm -hmm. think of that group, man. It's an eclectic group. It really is, yeah. There's a huge range of personalities mm -hmm. of characteristics and things like that. And they don't all stack up on paper, but there's no way I would pick a different best friend no. than, you know, Jace or, or John or you or, or Glenn or any of these guys, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you're in my life because of the circumstances we're all born out of and like the the similarities that we shared in those moments and yeah. uh the, the the development together and it's like i i view dating and the significant other the exact same way like there's no perfect other half yeah there's yeah. somebody who's going to catch my eye that we have enough shared interest in that we're going to get to know each other really well yeah and it's not going to come from an app Sometimes yeah. you step on a boat in Turks and Caicos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here we go. Congratulations, you know, by the way. Thank you. Brian just shared his seventh anniversary with Michelle. Boat anniversary. Boat anniversary. Right. Seven. Seven years. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of realized, honestly, Great. like in the very short stint of time where like I wouldn't necessarily call myself dating, but I would call myself like being more out there when it comes to like having non-platonic relationships. Just some things just have to work in your favor. Like you just kind of have to just yeah. get lucky where like you meet someone and things work out well and then mm -hmm. that stems somewhere else. Like, well, also everybody gets old and ugly and stupid and dies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's inevitable. I only got so right? many good years, man. We all end up in the same puddle of fucking ash and bones when it's yeah. all said and done. So it's just like, you know, yeah. find somebody that you're going to enjoy going on a hike with. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, a general actually sent me like this, this meme. But like at the end of it, uh, it's just like a guy talking to this other guy. It says, we perish in every scenario. Yeah. And some of us like, yeah, like there's no realm of the universe that happens where like we all don't just get old and die or just die. You just die. That's it. Yeah, just need to find somebody to suffer with. That's yeah, all. you just want to do some fun things and live life. I just want someone with good genes who is, you know, well built and can uh, do handiwork and, you know, Honest to God, it's like you read the fuckboy handbook before you start to figure out who it is you want to date. Good <laughs> jeans and well built and does handiwork? Like, why don't you just give him a shirtless pick holding just, a bass I'm, while you're at it? I, at this point, like, I'm dating to find the, the father of my children. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they yeah. have to have good jeans. They have to be able to do handy stuff because I can't. I could, but I don't want to. And, um, you know, it's 2022. Just pay somebody to do the handy stuff. Yeah. Unless you're talking about like actual handy stuff, in which case, you know, you can retire that. Both. <laughs> Nobody wants Both. an old fashioned. It's 2022. Old fashioned? Grow, grow up. What? Fingering? <laughs> the opposite for a man. Oh. You don't know what an old yeah, fashioned is? Yeah, that's why is? I said I'm not going to use straps. My hands are for lifting, not hand jobs. That's Run right. Your own dicks, idiot. That's right. That's facts. You're not going to be some fetish. That's not what we're about up here. <laughs> you mean a happy ending fetish? Yeah. I actually have role-played that before. <laughs> <laughs> She's role-played that and desperately wants to be on the other end of I the role-play. I have received that role-play, too. Oh. Is that, is that what... Was that a byproduct of you already having that fantasy, or is that what spurned the fantasy? No, he, I already had it, and he knew that. Yeah. He was accommodating. Mm. Good for it. See, should have wiped him. Love that. No. Love that for you. No, I don't. He love was that accommodating bedroom wise. Every other way, not. Well, welcome to the real world. Yeah, that's what you're in store for. Yeah, we don't exactly budge around here. Oh my god, in living color, what a good show. <laughs> what is this show? That's man. What was his name? <laughs> it's Jamie Foxx playing the character, but I can't remember the character's name on the show. Wow, this would not be okay today. I'm just realizing that. Rest, no. That would not have made it to air today. Um, Different times. Between these clips, uh, I, I can't imagine that this show actually stays up. We're going to get snap copyright. Yeah. But whatever, man. This is the uh, Only Friends After Dark podcast. That's we right. appreciate you guys being here for this unhinged version. Tomorrow, we're going to be joined by the one and only Jeff Platt of oh, Poker man. Goes No Gamble, No Future. Uh, we should probably save some of this for him, man. Yeah. I, I want yeah. Raya's stories well, he, immediately. We can ask him Raya's stories. Yeah, immediately I want Raya's stories. If he's, <laughs> if By he the is, end of that podcast, I'm getting recommended. If he there. has seen Nikki Glazer on there, we're, we're going to have to talk. Uh, you might just have to fight right Jeff here. Platt for that, yeah, that is my yeah, sole purpose. Oh, shit, that's right. That's Nikki Look, you're not going to keep gaslighting me to think I want to fuck the man I don't. Uh, okay. I just want to hold hands in with public Lamanna. with Nikki Glazer for a little bit of time. That's all. Mm. And I don't think that's too big of an ask, uh, even if it requires me getting a check mark by my name on Twitter. I'll do it. I will go the lengths of doing so. Good luck. So, I'm going to have to talk to Platt, God figure, out, mm-hmm. figure out where his Raya Connect is coming from. Uh, <laughs> this is the after-hour show. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Oh, boy. Platt, I hope you're watching, buddy. Tomorrow, this oh, is tame compared to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the and tip we'll of the iceberg. we'll back tomorrow. 
And Chin will be here. Nobody likes to get it spicy more than our Dominican friend who's been laying on a beach for the last three weeks. Yep. Three? It's like six. Yeah. He looked good today. He yep, came from he the did. academy. He mm-hmm. slimmed, slimmed up a little bit. He's been hitting the gym. Yeah. My man's out there. Throw his uh, golf carts riding around. Yeah, that's right, man. You get around the island quicker that telling way. Me, telling me, yeah, in the DR, I got this sick place where I got my golf cart, and I just drive up to the gym. I go in the gym, he and did, I ride on back. I'll tell you what. He did almost sell me on going to visit. He's like, yeah, man, everywhere you look, they're just playing baseball in the streets. And I'm like, oh, that's my kind of town. That is my kind of town. We should go. It's like New York City in the 40s, you know? This little stick you, ball. You, you boy remember amongst that, men. Right? Yeah. In the 40s. You, yeah. you, you remember that one scene from Gangs of New York? Yep. 100%. <laughs> 100% fucking scene? <laughs> you know it, my man. It's you know it. Great. Uh, shout out to Carlos Fierga for the super chat. We appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much. He says, no wonder Berkey loved the Tua documentary. Yeah, well, it's interesting. We also Look. had one from Charles who shout said, don't you dare slander chicken fingers. It's true. Mm-hmm. I hate chicken fingers are nice. They're uh, good for me. But now that we eat for function instead of for pleasure, they're off the menu. Machine need fuel. Machine need fuel. <laughs> And I don't want any of this unleaded bullshit 87. I, I need the, the super premium stuff. I recently learned about that, actually. Go on. So when I was with some friends from Tampa to Fort Lauderdale, I realized that certain cars, well, I, I realized Take it after certain the fact, gas. Certain cars need mm. certain octane levels of gas. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I tried to put regular gas, like oh, 87, in the, into, the well, I bought an 87 car. into like a Mercedes. Yeah. And mm. it had the octane level of, 80, of 89. Mm. And then I got kind of yelled at, like, this isn't how this works. I was like, it's still, I didn't fucking know that. I didn't. It's still fine. It's just a yeah. lower grade of gas, and there's more sentiment in the tank, and it's not great for the engine, pistons, yada. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Well, I learned now that. But different yeah. cars, different machine need different fuel. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that stuff. a high, yeah, a man. high efficient machine like this <laughs> needs rocket fuel. There yeah, just like a chicken, right, rice, and, and bone broth. That's right. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow in the prime time slot of 8 p.m. Joined by Jeff Platt. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know of your favorite catfish story maybe it happened to you maybe it happened to a friend tell us in detail yeah. <laughs> let us know what's been going on tell us about your manti manti experience thank you guys so much for watching we'll be back tomorrow we'll see you then peace later